Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to drag this one over and see if I can find it. Praise the Lord. Okay. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Um, I am making the assumption that I can see it now. Thank you, Jesus. And so we are going to go ahead. Yes, I finally see that there is one person who is looking. Praise no. God. So listen, God bless you. I, I apologize for, um, for this lateness. I don't know what has happened, but we're on Facebook Live now. So now we're going to start the process and we're going to go and blessings to you, Sister Van Pelt. So we're, we're going to go through um, something that we had. I mean, we were having a great discussion, but it just <laughs> didn't come out on Facebook. Okay. So we're, so we're coming back now. Um, our discussion is on This Far By Faith, and it's um, Kelana's journey, Kelana Camille Butler. And she is all excited. She's all excited about the Lord. And we want to talk about her journey. She's a spirit-led, a spirit-filled millennial slash on the cusp of Gen Z. So, uh, but yet she has, uh, you know, she has a story to tell. And what has happened is that the Lord, Lord had placed in my spirit for a few months that we should spend time focusing on our youth, our millennials, our Gen, Gen Zs. And what he has shown me is that during the pandemic, we had not been able to interface with them as we used to. So we all, you know, usually on Sunday mornings, it were good opportunities, great opportunities. God bless you, Minister Moon. God bless you, my brother Charles. Praise God. God bless you, Marlene, sister. So usually Sunday mornings were good opportunities to interact. And we all attended the same church. We read the same word or same Bible. Uh, you know, we even interacted with one another um, because of their parents, because there were kids coming up, or we interacted based, based on the ministries in which we were involved. Thank you, my brother. But this pandemic has changed a lot, specifically for this broadcast, uh, what the Lord is showing that it has forced us to become intentional about seeking the welfare of our younger saints. Because you see, these are our futures. You know, the door was not closed behind us when we were saved. Others are coming behind us. Amen. And, and you know, Paul admonished Timothy that as older saints, we should be teachers of good things. So how can we reach out to teach the younger if we don't know what they're doing, how they're faring during this time? So I don't want us to find ourselves when this pandemic is really declared finally over to find that we had missed one or two generations because we were focusing on our own issues and our own needs. So today, as we reach out to this young millennial whom I've known for at least, I would say about 15 years through her parents, but over the past five years, I've, I've got to, you know, develop a friendship and know her on Facebook. And I've watched her, you know, sending her shout outs to, of love to Jesus, just a little send a flare up on Facebook, uh, declaring to the world her convictions about him. I watched her declare her faith, his faithfulness just because. You know, Lord, you're faithful and express her frustration even some, um, you know, about something that has happened, let's say at school and yet still remain focused on Jesus. 
So I really want us to have a discussion with our special guest, Kaylana, Sister Kaylana, Camille Butler RN. And let us reach out as a community to show her the love of Jesus. Just because we are an older generation intent on reaching out to those who have to come after us. So as we go through this broadcast, um, you know, I'd like us to ask ourselves, how can we come alongside, not just Kailana, but, uh, you know, um, all of the others who, whom uh, we meet and we interface with, so we can spur them on on their journey and they can also spur us on, on our journey because we got the same goal. We want to see Jesus. We want to be with the Lord forever. Amen. So let me, with that introduction, welcome once more, <laughs> Sister Kailana. And I do ask God's blessings to be upon yeah. you and on this broadcast. So I'm asking you as you come this far by faith, because it's what I've seen and you knew it too. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, introduce yourself and let's talk. Let's talk about, yeah. about what you want to talk about. Go right <laughs> ahead. <laughs> okay. Hi, my name is Kaylana. Um, I am a RN. Um, I just recently became an RN in um, February. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. It was definitely a blessing by faith. I Amen. am. Amen. And Sister Marlene says, so happy to have you spend time with us. Oh, yes. It's a blessing. Amen. <laughs> um, so I'll just talk about my journey on a faith with God and my relationship. Um, I grew up in the church. My Both of my parents raised me in a Christian household. They introduced me to, to Jesus, laid the foundation, and I'm so forever grateful that they did. Um, but it's very important for a child to develop their own relationship with God. It Amen. comes up Time where you have to know him for yourself. Yes, your parents' prayers are appreciated, but then you got to learn to start praying for yourself and to start warning the spirit for yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's what I um, have definitely been doing these past few years. Um, I would say that my journey really of my relationship with God for myself started in high school for me. Um, I got baptized and actually filled with the Holy Ghost when I was actually very younger. Um, like in 2008, I was, I was young. I do remember when I got baptized. Um, I remember that cleansing, that freeing feeling, um, feeling, but like now in high school, well in high school then is when I started uh, my relationship with God. And here I am at 24 years old, still serving him ever since I started my, um, relationship with God and, and in high school, I knew um, God has just been so faithful through my whole journey um, with him. And I've seen him be faithful. Um, I, I started to cultivate my relationship with him through prayer, through yeah. the word, studying God's word, um, just getting into, into the word. And the more I spent time with him in his presence, the more I worshiped him in, um, with praise and, and, and song. Ooh dance, because I'm a praise dancer, I love to praise dance, um, God has developed me into the woman of God that I am today, and that he continues, that he wants me to be um, for the rest of my life, and I have just seen God grow me, and I love the saying, um, um, Jesus gets sweeter and sweeter as they go by, <laughs> I'm, I'm learning to know him as a healer, as a provider for myself, yeah, I hear my praise 
God all the time. But for me to know that Jesus died for my sins, it's a, a definitely a different feeling and I appreciate, I appreciate Jesus more. And I have a deeper understanding of who Jesus is because of that. So I, I'm truly thankful. Um, in high school, it was like different. Um, I, I prayed actually for friends in high school um, to be able to walk this walk out. Um, I think it's very important to have peers that also are, are trying to strive to have a relationship with God, trying to live right, trying to, at the end of the day, see Jesus's face in peace and hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Yeah. So, so before we go ahead, when yes. you prayed, when you prayed to God to have friends, hmm. um, how did he, how did he answer that prayer? Yeah. So, um, all I remember is I was sitting in the lunchroom and I was kind of sitting by myself and I made the decision that I wanted to change my, like changing the little things about my life and really just give my all to God, my whole heart, my whole mind and my whole spirit. And I was sitting in the lunchroom and I was by myself and I was like, well, God, if I got to be by myself, because I was like, I don't want to be influenced by those other people. They're not talking about the things that I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about, you know, things that are, you know, surrounded by Jesus. They were talking about yes. going to parties and everything. So Jesus answered me by sending friends and I didn't even know it. And then that's a blessing because I, I started to learn how Jesus works. Mm. <laughs> I was I, sitting there and I'm like, okay, God, I, I, I know that I can speak to Jesus. My parents have taught me this, you know, you can pray to Jesus and ask him for things. And I was like, well, I know I can pray to God. Um, I don't know how it's going to work necessarily, but I just go pray and see what happens. <laughs> and God literally um, gave me some friends that I could go through high school without and that were trying to live right, that we're trying to um, have a relationship with God. And I was like, amen. Like, God can do that with me just asking for something. And yes. later down the road, I saw how Jesus could, so, you know. So you didn't have to then um, sort of go out and look for the friends. Is it that they, you know, they, they presented themselves to you? presented themselves to me it was such a blessing and God knows where God knows knew where I was and he knows where we're at and he knew where I was in my relationship with him um so he just he presented them it was the perfect timing and I was just having a conversation with these people and I was like wow like these people actually are trying to live right and and then that's when I was like okay yeah let's hang out let's do this you know being yeah. more um interactive with them so yeah Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so we talked about high school. You know what? You also touched on prayer. Yes. Um, how, how did you trans, uh, how did you go from, you know, I'm praying the prayer that my parents prayed, or I'm praying with them, or I'm agreeing with them, to your actually being someone who is, you know, who's praying for yourself, you're doing what you need to do, you know, how did you make that transition? And your, your friend, Caleb Lancaster said, preach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I made that transition, honestly, by just talking to him like he was a friend. Um, wow. I, I didn't do, um, you know, like, I didn't do the whole father in Jesus name, you know, I didn't do right. all that. I just didn't know. Um, at the time but I knew that I could just talk to him as a friend yes and 
I started talking to him as a friend and I was just like, hey God, <laughs> I need this or I need this or I'm having trouble with this or I really want this guy. And he just gradually over time, like spending time in church, spending time in my word, like even um, reading about prayer, like reading how God prayed, um, how Jesus prayed, like Jesus yes. was for us and he started his prayer out with thanksgiving and you know like i i gradually started to um pray in that in that way and then god just changed my words and he changed my form um and he changed everything within me and it was just like a gradual change but i started out with just hey god i'm here praise god oh praise god praise god yeah you know um and, and what I like about what you're saying is that sometimes when we grow up, we grow up listening to our parents. And when we hear that, um, we, we try to imitate them for a while. Yeah. But there comes a time, you know, when we, when we really want to talk to God, when things start happening to us. Yes. It's no more, this is mama and this is daddy, okay? This, hey, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh yes. Lord, standing in the need of yes. prayer, you know? <laughs> so, yes. yes, it's so different. I have something here, uh, mm -hmm. Sister Marlene, um, and, and I'm trying to uh, to make sure that I can, I can read it properly. She says, unlike you, her children seems to have rejected what they now call the white man's religion that was pushed on us as slaves. Mm -hmm. Some are adopting other practices with, with basis in what I believe is, what she believes is witchcraft. Mm -hmm. They don't seem to want to hear from me on this. She asked, do you have suggestions on how I might reach them to bring mm -hmm. them back? Um, God bless you, Minister Jelks. Amen. Go ahead. Hey. Yes. Um, and that's actually in um, interesting because I uh, actually have people like that I like that I grew up with or that I know that are my that used to be my friends and they're kind of going down that route as well. And I see mm. like a change, a shift. Um, and honestly, it, it they have to. So for my friends, I try to be the light. I try to honestly just live my life as a young person. Yes. And just encourage them that hey there are actually young people out there who believe in jesus there are actually you know it's good to try to connect them with young people who are on fire for the lord who wants a relationship with the lord who is following quote unquote this white man's religion that no there is actually so much more to it and and whatever you know sometimes they're more willing to open up about things or yes. you know i have i have uh, or why they have um discrepancies about of religion or something and to and let them know it's honestly about relationships sometimes religion can get in the way of relationship with christ um yeah. and, and i even know as a young person i can knowing that i have a relationship with god and i'm rooted in christ i can go to church sometimes and be like i can distinguish what's religion and what's like okay this is just doing because this is what people grew up as grew up in church you know it's just certain practices that um, we do as Christians that it's sometimes religious, but like to, to, um, to let them know that that's okay. Like, you know, that's yes. just how people grew up. And, and like you were talking about Sister Emery, like there are, you know, differences sometimes in the age groups and sometimes necessarily, if you don't do something that doesn't make you a sinner, that doesn't make you, you know, not 
a follower of Christ. It's just uh, different in generations. Um, and I just think that's important, but you can still keep the foundations that have been passed down from generations and generations. We don't change the word. We can never Christ, change, yeah. but there are certain things that we can change that will be more welcoming for young people. Um, and, and, and it depends on what, what um, topic we're talking about, you know? Um, but yeah, I would encourage encourage her or encourage you to maybe I don't know because they're already in that spot but just let them know you know like there are young people out here trying to live for the Lord and prayer honestly yes. I'm praying I'm praying for my friends who are going down a different road because all I can do is live my life for Christ and that they can see that this is actually a real thing the, the, we we go through the same things we go through the same sufferings in this life mm. But who do I, what can I do that's different from young people that's in the world that I don't lean on, that they do lean on because they're trying to fill a void or they're trying to fill some type of space that they can't ever seem to get filled, that they're constantly going after something. And that could be, that could be money, that could be drugs, that could be sex, that could be anything. They're trying to fill something that only God can fill. And, you know, they have to realize that that's what it is. And sometimes they don't realize, oh, I'm just, I'm just doing this and I'm constantly doing this because it's fun, but no, you're, you're, you're trying to do this because you want something. What do you want? You want joy. You want happiness, but honestly, only God can give that true exactly. joy, that, exactly. true happiness, that everlasting happiness. Um, so I would just, I would just encourage you to do that. Um, and just continue to pray. Cause I pray, I pray for my friends. Like, I'm like, God, I know that you see them in that. God is, God makes the difference. God makes the difference. And sometimes I pray for years and I see God answer that prayer after years of me praying. Amen. So he encourage you to just keep praying for them. God hears your prayers. God sees your prayers. And he is so faithful. He is so, so faithful. I literally see him answer prayers years later. And I'm just blown away. Like, what? <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> you like stop praying about it because you constantly prayed about it but yes. no God heard you the first time I don't I don't want to miss some of these comments here but uh, Marlene did say uh sister Marlene says thanks for your insights uh yeah. sister Sheila said you're a great leader to your friends um Thank Minister you. Jelk says I believe that situations sometimes um cause us to call the name of the Lord so yes. you know like you can get yourself in a tight spot mm -hmm. and, and you've got to call on the name of the yes. lord um but your, your your buddy uh brother caleb he said you can be saved and be a millennial yes the two are not music mutually exclusive god yes. bless you sister sandra barnes yes. yes that you can be saved and be mm -hmm. a millennial and i think that that is the point that we um we want to make sure that that we all understand and and I, you know i was talking to you before about uh i didn't know whether i i would mention it or not but we have this you know we, we i think we've got a divide yeah okay the older and the younger and maybe we feel we can't reach the younger generation 
um, and it could be that we, we feel we can't reach only because we have brought, you know, we've brought up this, these kids in this way. And the mm -hmm. same way we think that, that it should be, they will take it and turn it upside down as far as we are concerned, okay? And, and we, we're looking at, well, wait a minute, child, what did, what did I do? that made you change, you know, in this way, mm -hmm. when in fact there are, there, there are situations um, even in the world that become influences because we cannot, you can't all stay under the parents, you yeah. know, uh, tutelage all the time. And so mm -hmm. the world, especially now with, you know, with your social media, um, oh, yeah. there's so much access that, you know, yeah. Um, I remember doing an interview with some um, with uh, brother Melvin Mills and or Minister Mills, and he had three youngsters with with them. And one of them said to me very plainly, he says, you know, whatever my mama says, he says, oh, I Google it. It's like I'm checking her out to mm -hmm. make sure, you know, and and uh, we obviously we were not like that. So, you know, so you have that. Um, that that mindset that that I think if we can open up more and more of a dialogue with the younger people, we might find that there are, that there's actually more commonality mm -hmm. than there are differences. Uh, Minister Jelk says, continue to pray. Prayer really, really mm -hmm. does work, and yeah. I think that that is something that uh, you know that we have to always be mindful of. That yes, our prayers work. It may not seem that way, but it does work. Mm -hmm. So listen, I want us to go on for a little while because um, we we touched on and, and these are excellent questions that are you know that 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 are being placed and statements. But I want to I want to um, take a look at as you moved from from school, you know, from high school to uh, to college. Mm -hmm. Um, did the did the pressures and and the were there changes to how you even had to interact with your friends? Okay, yeah. So yes, it, <laughs> actually, um, there were changes and different pressures, and um, because and I actually got some you know new friends too uh, when I uh, got to college. Um, I kept some of the old ones as well, but. Um, there, there is a lot more pressure, I feel like, in college. College will really, you kind of, I, I feel like people sometimes go to college to find out who they are. Um, and that's, um, and I know, um, I think her name was like Sister Merlene or something like that. Like she was talking about like the witchcraft and the white man. A lot of people, like a lot of that ideology can come from college because in college, I went to a very liberal college. I went to the University of Michigan um, and it's very liberal. Like some of the things, if I didn't have a foundation in Christ, I would have been blown away in the wind. I would have been a totally different person, but because I had a foundation in Christ and I knew who I was and I was already cultivating my relationship with God, I was like, oh, this is crazy. And I honestly, I have to be like, I had to find a church up in Ann Arbor. Like it got that bad because I'm saved and I know I'm saved and I know I want to live right, but it's just the atmosphere. Like it's just so many things that can pull you that I have to be like, no, I know that I need to buckle down now because I can't be out here getting pulled any type of way. Yeah. So yeah. I had to find a church to be rooted and grounded. So I have a, so I had a pastor that looked over me that I could talk to so that I could have 
other young people, friends that I could talk to and older people that I could look up to. Um, and I know you were talking about like that divide and I think it's really important that the older people also teach the younger, the younger people about not just Jesus, but how to have a relationship with Jesus. The how mm -hmm. to, sometimes you'd be like, oh yes, you know, Jesus, read your Bible and pray. Some young people don't even know how to pray. And you know, you would think in your mind, you know, as, as an older person, like, oh yeah, you just pray, you know, talk to Jesus, read your Bible. Some people don't understand the Bible. So how can you teach them to read, teach them to, hey, if you don't understand this word, look it up, ask someone. Some, and I, I know young people that, oh, I don't like, like the Bible is too hard for me. I can't understand it. And you know, there's different yeah. versions, um, yeah. especially the King James version. Um, but I love the King James version personally, but that's because God has opened the understanding and, um, and I Google, like I also Google, I'm still, mm -hmm. I've been saved for many years and I still Google stuff because I'm like, uh, I kind of don't understand what that means, but I go seek that understanding. But if someone doesn't know how to go seek that understanding, it's kind of hard and we can kind of lose some young people that way because yeah. they just think it's a boring old history book, but it's so much more. It's a living a living testament of who, of who God is and it's instructions on how we should live our life. So I think that's important. So I'm sorry, I kind of got off track there a little bit, but- No, 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 go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and I think the transparency is also very important. And I know that I, that's my goal to be transparent. A lot of my friends that I've actually witnessed to, I'm transparent. I'm like, hey, I'm young too. I have struggles too we're going to do this together, but see the differences, what you can have is God. God makes the difference. God can heal that hurt. God can comfort you. Whatever you need, God has it. He can give you that purpose. If you don't know your purpose, he can give it to you. If you seek him, if you continue to whine, if you can like, you know, spend time with him, meditate on his word, like God will literally show up and show out. It, I, I love in the, in the scriptures, it talks about taste and see of yes. the good if you taste and see, like, and you just continue to taste and see, God will just, he will do the rest. Um, but I also think, you know, it's important that those young people who are willing are nurtured up. So, okay, how do I pray? How do I read my Bible? Um, you know, what do I do when I get temptations? Like, what are actual tactics that I can do? Yes, there are um, biblical tactics, but what can I do naturally? hey, maybe you need to cut off some friends. Okay, but why, you know, okay, you say you got to cut off some people, do, but why do I got to cut them off? How do I cut them off? Because, you know, you have a friendship for eight years and you're telling me I can't do, I can't have this friend because they're a bad influence on me. And I know a lot of parents sometimes are like, oh, that's a bad influence to you. I don't want them hanging around. Okay, but what do I do if I don't have them? Give them an alternative. Like, okay, yes, you need to cut this off because this is hindering your relationship with God. But hey, you can get some friends that are safe, that are young, having a, um, having a solution sometimes to that problem, I think is great because as young, as older saints, you guys have been through things. You guys have been through temptations. You guys um, have been through certain things. And I understand that the younger generations also have like different things sometimes that they're battling with because it's just crazy in the world now. It's so much access to like everything. Um, so it's, it's different things that are pulling them, but the word is still the same. Jesus mm. is still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So he can still help pull people towards him. It's just sometimes we, um, young generation may have different questions that, you know, you may never ha have had when you were younger, but it's just like, hey, just show us the roadmap. How do we do this? Because they may not know.
and some things that may you think that they know ask like do you understand do you understand this why don't you understand like try to get um in that gap where's the gap why is there a gap okay maybe they don't understand that why they need to go to church why is church important maybe they don't understand why prayer is important why in getting in his presence is important so even sharing some of your testimony i know sometimes people want to share you know bits and pieces but sharing your testimony is powerful hey i was in this place but god brought me out <laughs> he brought me out so you know, you know, it's it, it's interesting because I think sometimes for us, what we do is um, we we begin to <laughs> clean up our testimony. You know, yeah. as you say, sharing in bits and pieces. Um, you know, I went down that road, but mm-hmm. if I just said I went down that road and I didn't tell you, you know, I went down that road of um, of drugs and I know where it leads or. Yeah. Um, fornication and and you know and maybe we have to use different terminology even yeah because yeah. the question is well what is fornication what you talking right. about you know but yeah. sleeping around you might get it you mm-hmm. know or you might have different terminology but, yeah. but I, I do believe that um that what we need is uh is to have um honest discussions now yeah. it could be that um it's very difficult because there is a uh, 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 I, I want to say it's like a verbal wall, mm-hmm. um, you know, between us. What I find sometimes is, is you know, I see the rolling of the eyes and, you know, just trying to put up a wall as, you know, as, as we speak. But yeah. um, I would pray for us to have the wisdom Mm-hmm. to be yeah. able to speak the words you know, like when we talk about speaking a word in season to him that is weary mm-hmm. so I'm not going to talk to you and and give you a word about something that may have happened six years ago to you when in fact that you, you are dealing with another situation that's dealing you know with you right now but mm-hmm. then it still goes back to what you were talking about which is the relationship Yes. And, and the, the question then becomes, how do we find ourselves getting into this relationship? You know, um, I, getting in the word is, is great, but do they want to get in the word? Um, you know, how do we, you know, I, I want to bridge a gap. Yeah. And, you know, and I see for myself, um, I had been in the world, okay? I'm in my 70s now. I've been in the world for uh, right up until age 50 when the Lord started tapping me and saying, hey, it's time to come back. So mm-hmm. mine, I think within the 20 years, it's kind of new. And, and so I have some raw stuff that's going on, you know, yeah. so I'm trying hard to, um, you know, to, to pull all of that together so it can be presented. But if I were in... In, in Christ for 70 years, mm-hmm. it would be kind of difficult for me to have the same vocabulary oh, yes. that I can talk to you about, you know, and, and to have the same memory, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? To be able to, you know, to bridge, to bridge that gap. So how do we, you know, how do we get there? In terms yeah. of from where we are now to, yeah. Yeah, I, and I think it's also important to have like 
maybe young younger people than you, but maybe older people than me. So like people probably like in the mm -hmm. middle okay. that understand you, but understand us enough to be able to convey things to us in a way that is oh okay I get like that we get it that is like um more on a um what I want to say like understanding um understanding like the language that they use and everything so like a middleman almost right. um yeah sometimes you it know it sounds like Jesus to me oh yes and see, <laughs> I don't think Jesus is the answer like Jesus can do so much um that we just can't do and mm -hmm. he's the gap i honestly believe jesus stands in the gap because when you introduce jesus to someone you introduce him in a way that he's a loving guy like he wants to have a relationship you with you he wants you yes. to he wants to help guide you on this walk to make it to an end goal of purpose of just of of heaven just with him and and i believe that god can do that and i believe that god can do that and he can also use certain vessels to also help bring that to pass. Amen. Um, Amen. Yeah. Um, Sister Marlene says she likes that approach. You know, the, the middleman approach. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's really a, a, a translator. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. I think of Google Translator. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe like someone, maybe like in their 40s or their 30s that can yes. be able to reach the younger generation or honestly, or even younger, it depends honestly on the maturity level, what they understand, what they don't understand, because God will mature some young saints. He will. Yes. <laughs> I've seen some young saints uh, beyond their years. And I mean, even me, I'm, I always was like more mature than my age mm -hmm. and I'm able to still talk to younger people, but I'm able to also still understand the older saints to understand like certain ways of the older saints and i'm able to you know okay i understand both sides so i'm able to do that and that's good and honestly the holy ghost will do that the holy ghost will mature you and will yeah. help you to understand more and more and more so getting those younger saints to a place where they can operate on their own and can understand okay, I understand, you know, these older saints, I understand the ways of old, I understand why we say praise the Lord when we see yes. each other. I understand when we say hallelujah, what that really means. I understand amen means in agreement. I understand all of that, but that's because you just continue to walk with the Lord. You continue to walk with the Lord and God will continue to mature you. And, and yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what got yeah. sister marlene says uh youth pastors have a role here she thinks so they they do. yeah yes. yeah 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 um the the one thing that 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 you know might need the balance is um the youth pastor if the youth pastor is um they, they really have to be you know when you talk about the middle they really have to be in the middle not so much in age but in the stage of their relationship with God. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, sometimes there are some things that the pastors um, may have to listen to and suck up before they can speak, before they can, you know, have a discussion. Yeah. Um, they, may, they may hear some things that, that they really may not want to hear, mm -hmm. but, but, you know, you've got to hear it 
um, from both sides because mm -hmm. it, it's it's as though uh, sometimes we are speaking on two separate wavelengths. So you're like yeah. this, you know, mm -hmm. um, and and we haven't been able to kind of come, you know, come to the point of even coming this way, and and so. Um, Yes, I see the youth pastors having a role, but I also see them also making, being sure <laughs> that they're, um, that they don't get too caught up um, in maybe emotion, you know, um, because I, I, I see that as um, almost tainting that moderator's view. You know, uh, I've got to hear it from the one side. I've got to hear it from the other side, you know, and I have to take it to the Lord before I should be able to come back and say, okay, you know, this is what, this is what I believe it should be. So I, I get it. And yet I'm, I'm seeing, you know, a little, a little bit of a, a word of caution, you know, so, so here's the thing we touched on. Um, we touched on, we touched a little bit on prayer, but prayer was kind of, you know, kind of scattered through our discussion. Uh, we also touched on the young days that, you know, um, the high school, um, the college days. Now you're in the workforce. And I know you have not been in the workforce long, <laughs> but you're in the workforce. And what, I, and I, I want to know if, you feel adequately prepared because now you're in, you're working in the emergency department. Yes. Am I correct? Yes. Of one of the major hospitals here in Detroit. Oh yes. Detroit Jump right into the fire. Yes. Okay, go for it. Um, I, oh, you want to hear about um, me working in the workforce? Yes. And how and how it? Yes. Uh, uh, you know how it relates to what you've learned so far. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So um I am um, I work at Detroit Receive Dean um in the emergency department as an RN. Um and I honestly feel like it's just an extension of like my relationship with God. Like I'm able to like still move um in a way, if that makes sense, um like with God. Um I take my love, I take my care, um, and I also apply that to my patients so you know even in my workforce I see people that actually the other day like people were making fun of like sinning um because yeah they were making fun of sinning and they was like oh I'm a sinner ha 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 and I was just like yikes here <laughs> uh -huh. they didn't care but I mean they weren't safe so it makes it makes sense why they would do that but let me ask the question before you go ahead um yeah. What, were they doing it because you were there and because they knew of your relationship with the Lord or was that just happenstance? No, it was actually happenstance. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. it, was actually, it was actually a new group of people that I had to really work with because I was working on a day that I don't normally work on. Um, so I didn't know almost basically all of them. I kind of, I knew like probably two of them, but okay. um, yeah, it was just happenstance. and. I was just like, wow. But it was also just like, show your light, like be that light. And, you know, 
like when you're that light people will respect that light I have been in rooms with people where they're cussing and they're like oh, oh I'm sorry and they say mm -hmm. I'm sorry to me because they just know who I am yes so, like just honestly just continuing to let my light shine and be who I am and um show the care that I have and talk about Jesus when I can um because the emergency department is it's, it's very fast we are all constantly working but when we do get those like few minutes of like downtime just showing that light um I think it's important so I still get a chance to show that light. I'm definitely prepared I do work long hours um so when I get a chance to be able to go home and spend time with God I definitely appreciate it um because I have 12 hour shifts and I work like six 12 hour shifts in a row, but then I get like eight days off. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can always pick up if I want to, but um, I make sure that even if it's um, just five minutes in prayer, I pray before I leave. I absolutely love starting my day off with prayer. Yes. Um, I see the difference um, in starting my day off with prayer. <laughs> I may not be as groggy. I might not be as irritable. I might have more patience like and I just I just have more like joy and more mm, you know so I just I, I definitely appreciate that time that I do get to spend in prayer because when I come home I'm ready to go to sleep <laughs> but yes I do feel prepared I I definitely feel prepared because I'm able to um um, um what's, manage like like manage my time so like hey I need to wake up a few minutes early so I can pray or hey you know, I need to make sure that I put some time in to read my word because I know that's important yeah. um, versus maybe I didn't know that was important. I would just be like, oh, you know, I'll pray whenever and da, da, da. but I'm, I'm, I'm in my relationship with God where I know that it is a necessity that I need to be praying and stud not just reading, but also studying my word. I love to pray and then take like a scripture and just meditate on that scripture throughout mm -hmm. the day. Like I was just yeah. having them and I'll just keep thinking on it. And I'm like, how does a scripture apply to me? Like, what can I get from this scripture? And I love doing that because my mind will constantly be on God throughout the whole day. And I'll be able to help control my thoughts and control what's on my mind. Um, that's my goal. That's what I try to do. I don't get to do it all the time. I will be out yes. I don't. But when I do, I absolutely love it. You know what I used to do when, um when I, I first started, because of course I was working. And you know, we used to have these uh, these calendars, these paper day-by-day -day calendars, this pa um, paper. And mm -hmm. at the beginning of each one, I would write a scripture verse for mm -hmm. that day. Mm -hmm. And I went back to something like 2000, and I think it was 2004 or five, that mm -hmm. I recently saw them, I kept them all. And I'm thinking to myself, I can't go through all of these years and years of scripture verses. <laughs> I say, you yeah. know what, it's time to throw it out because I would have the scripture verse and then all the work that needs to be done, the things that I had to, you know, to note, they were in it. So it really was a work, you know, it was my work portfolio, but in it mm -hmm. every day, yes. there was a scripture verse. And mm -hmm. even, even now I find that um, recently I noticed that I had not, I, because, because I'm at home, mm -hmm. you know, I will be, you know, in, in the bedroom and I will be, you know, doing what needs to be done. And then when I come 
to the this room, which is like the office where I'd be working. Um, I don't write anything, but I remember, you know, just making sure that I was able to write. Mm -hmm. And what was what I found very uh, interesting is that there were people, let's say if I'm in a meeting, there would be people who would be looking at what I had written because mm -hmm. it's right there. It was the first thing that was written, you yeah. know. They may not say anything, but I know you're looking over to see. Oh, yeah. Let it stay right there. So listen, um, Sister uh, Sheila Van Pell, she says, she was talking about the, the relationships with the Lord. Yes. And she said, you're right about forming a relationship with the Lord is needed. Uh, she says, in years back, it was hard for her to understand Proverbs 26 and 11. Mm -hmm. um, as a dog returned home to his vomit, so a fool mm -hmm. returned to his folly. She said, I prayed for understanding and God put me in a situation that brought my mind to that verse. Mm -hmm. I knew then that God answered my prayer. Yes. How awesome is that? You know, um, you, you also touched on um, God answering your prayer. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, and, and what about um, as we, as we, you know, as we look at it today, um, and I know he's still answering prayer, so that's, you know, that's not a, yeah, but um, is there, is there something that, that you're holding on to and saying, you know, praying and hoping and praying that God will answer and every once in a while you find yourself going back and saying, God, are you going to answer? Oh, yeah. do, do you get to that point? Because I know I get to that point sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I definitely have. Um, um, and that was actually like a, a prayer that I was praying for like almost like five years <laughs> uh, of God. And I was just um, and I was also like dallying with myself. I'm like, hey, Lana, you know, just have faith. Just have faith yes, in God. Yes. And I'm like, I don't know, because it gets hard. It, get, it, it was getting hard for me, I would say, because of just the things that I saw. And I had to honestly change my mindset. I had to be like, okay, I have to look with kingdom eyes and have a kingdom mind. I can't, you can't look with these natural eyes because it's not going to make sense. And I was like, okay, God. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was constantly like trying to, um, just have God help me through that time period of the five years. Um, and in the end, the prayer did end up getting answered. And, and I, I really appreciated that, that he like, um, like kind of showed me and like navigated um, me through that. And it, it was answered, um, but also I was kind of confused. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. That's another thing. I waited five years for this prayer to answer. And I was kind of confused by the answer. And I was just like, okay, God, so what does this mean? So I had some questions. Mm. That's a, like, I had some questions that um, that I have for God. And, you know, um, and actually to this day, I still have the questions. But you know what? It's not going to deter me from what I do know about God. Um, someone told me, like, a um, um, long time ago, um, don't take what you um, don't know about God. Don't make you, let me, I'm sorry, let me re-say it. Don't make what you don't know about God um, make you forget about what you do know about God. Praise God. Uh, so I'll say that again. 
don't make what you don't know about God yes make you forget what you do know about him and that really struck me and that stuck with me because I'm like wow like you know what that is so true and you know there are going to be some things that we'll just never have the answers to like but that's okay because I know God that he's never going to leave me nor forsake me I know for a fact that God is my comforter. I know for a fact that he is a healer, that he is a provider, that he is my shield. I know for a fact, because he has never proven me wrong on that. Out of all the many years, he has never proven that to be false. So I know what in his word, what it says, it stands 100% true. So maybe I just didn't know in that situation, but I was at peace because I I, I knew that whatever was going on, God was working it out for my good. Yes. So that was, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that was enough for me. Yeah. Okay. One of the things that I, um, that I think about is, um, when I'm asking, you know, and, and, you know, I, I, I feel good because this is, we've come this far by faith and I have my faith and, you know, strengthened. And then in a weak moment, I kind of, go down just a little bit, you know, and, and, and sometimes I have to remember that it's not just about me and what I want. You speak it. (laughs) It's so true. Yes. And, and what I, what I have found sometimes is um, that God is actually putting the people, the places and the things in place in order to um, to give us, you know, that that resolution, whatever it is we need, he's got oh, to. Yeah. Do it. It's it's not just me, and and to be able to to know that, but to have this mind of mine yes. trying to get ahead of him, mm-hmm. it's like okay, okay. yeah, sit yes. back, sit back for a minute, mm-hmm. and God's gonna do what God's gonna do. Yes. And and we go from there. And, you know, as we begin to wind down, and I know it's a little late, but I kind of wanted to go a little further only because we had to restart. So I hope I hope everyone's okay with it. But as we begin, say that again. I'm about to go get my charger real quick because it's my oh, phone. Oh, okay. But go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> okay. So as as we are beginning to um to kind of wind down um our discussion, um uh, first, I I I do want to pray for you. Okay. Oh, yes. pray, pray for you, and not just you, but um, the other uh, the the others who are um, at this stage who are actually focusing on God, because yes. you and I know that um, it's it's very easy to not just not focus on God, but it's very easy for us to just um, find ourselves um, sliding. You know, we talk about the backsliding, you know, to find ourselves um, getting to a point where, you know, here I am, Um, I don't care anymore, I'm tired. Because what I'm seeing is when we have our millennials, when we have our young people on fire for God, um, there's going to be a time when a, a major test will come of, you know, like a Job type 
you know, how long are you going to be, you know, um, working for God and, and, you know, and you asked about this and he didn't do that. And, you know, where's your God in all this, you know, and, and, and it may come from the most uh, crazy areas. It may come from close friends. It may come from, you know, close family members. It may come from anywhere. And um, I, I pray for your, uh, for, for your, um, that hedge of protection. That's what it is. I ask the Lord, not just for you, but for all of these, the, the men and the women of God who are focusing on moving in God, being spirit-led and spirit-filled. I pray, as Jesus said to Peter, that your faith fail not in the name of Jesus. I ask the Lord to continue to cover you to put that hedge of protection all around you, front and back and all around. Let you be in that bubble of protection that no matter where you go, that you may see the enemy coming. But as the Lord says, that, that you know, he's the one that created all the smith that blows the coals in the fire. He created the instrument for his work. He created the, the waster to destroy, but then he will say that no weapon, no weapon, no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. So we thank you, Lord, for setting your, your angels all around Sister Kilana, and also all of those who are focused on moving in you, Lord, that you keep your hedge of protection all around them, and that they know that they know that they know that no weapon that's formed against them shall prosper, that they can walk through stuff and still know that they will come out in the end, that yea, though they walk through the valley of the shadow of death, they will fear no evil because you are with them. So we thank you for it, Lord, and we ask you, Lord, to continue, continue to keep that hedge around them, Lord, and continue to allow them to declare your word loud and clear in the name of Jesus, that no, no matter who, no matter what, no matter how, that they will continue to stay firm, fixed, and immovable on you in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen and amen. Praise God. Praise God. Sister Marlene says it's been a one, it's been wonderful being part of this discussion. And I thank you, my sister. I do thank you. And she says, hallelujah, blessings to all. And I, I want to give you the last words. What do you want to say to us? I don't know if you want to just talk, pray, whatever. But it's been wonderful being here. Uh oh. You're muted. Oh, I'll help you. There you go. There you go. Okay. Uh, sorry. I, I just, I definitely appreciate, you know, just coming on here and just talking about my faith walk. Um, I absolutely love faith. I love God. Um, and I'm a person that just, I just want to bring everyone to Jesus. I want everyone, every single pe person that I encounter, that I know, that I love, even the people that I don't know, to come and just experience Jesus. Because once you experience Jesus, you don't never want to go back. And the, and the people that go back, they know, they know 
how good God is and they just choose to reject him and that and that and that's on them but I honestly I just I want people to know that you can be young you can be saved but you can also have fun while being mm. young and saved and still you know see God's face in peace like it's, it's definitely possible and I've seen God literally changed the desires of what looks like fun for people into what is fun in him and I think it's just so amazing God has just been so faithful on my walk and my journey and I'm just going to continue to give him the glory I'm going to continue to fight this fight of faith and I love that all I have to do um, God made it so easy all I have to do is just fight for my faith and he'll fight for me on everything else he'll fight the battles he'll fight you know, anything that tries to come up against me, all I have to do is just fight for my faith and believe in him. Believe that his word is true. Believe that he will come up against anything that tries to come up against me. So I'm just thankful. I, God is so faithful. He's been so faithful. Um, and I'm just really excited for what God just has in store for me in the, the years to come and to see how he will yet again prove himself faithful. Praise God, yes. praise God. Uh, Sister Van Pelt says, Sister Sheila, she says, Kailana, I pray you continue to stay strong in the Lord. Yes. That's Amen. Thank you. I appreciate it. Amen. So thank you so much. God bless you all. Um, you know, I, this is this is the first, but we are going to have some more discussions um, as we go along. So, we, thank, you know, we thank the Lord for bringing this together and bringing it to pass. And, and, and I, you know, I already pray God's blessings over you. I ask the Lord to continue to keep um, all of us who are are on this broadcast. I ask him to continue to cover, bless, and protect us as we go along. And I ask the Lord that we can, oh, as we go along, that he can raise in us what he is asking us to do um, yes. as it, it deals with our generations, how we pull together our generations in the name of Jesus. And yes. so this is Elder Jewel signing off. And may God bless you and may the word of Christ dwell in you richly. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise amen. God. And thank you.